starting the episode now. I hit the wrong <laughs> button. <laughs> okay, we're in the episode now. Welcome. <laughs> oh, that Billy Crystal. <laughs> welcome to the 2020 Nostalgies. Um, these are the most prestigious awards of award season, and uh, this is for our show, Purely Nostalgia, which is a podcast where we look at the movies that we liked as kids with our adult eyes, and we try to figure out if they were actually good or if we just thought they were. My name is Eli Shapsmith, the greatest good you're ever going to get. And I am not your host for the Nostalgies because we don't have a host just like the Oscars last year. Yeah, and my name is Clint Jazz Hands Page, um, and I am what the French call laissez-compétent. And uh, I was the host, but uh, I did have to delete my social media, so now I am just a bystander. Uh, yep. And so now he's just presenting every award. Um, we are giving out awards to the movies that we covered last year with one exception, we'll, which we'll get to in just a moment. But mm-hmm. um, Clint, what did we decide the uh, the trophy looks like that we are handing out to each of Correct. the award winners? After much debate, we wanted to determine it was something that was an organic mascot um, for our show. Uh, we thought maybe a crystal, but... Um, we, we feel like we've kind of moved past that. Um, so our mascot for the show, which is, um, I guess, uh, what's immortalized in statue form, uh, it is a velociraptor in a denim jacket. It's a raptor so. in a denim jacket. Correct. And that is what we will be giving to all the winners today of this awards show. Um, and I, I want to clarify, it is the inaccurate version of a raptor these raptors do not have feathers this no. is a scale boy no our ugh, of course not of course not and and they're very detailed gold statues that you can actually see the scales on them mm-hmm. and it is a, a denim jacket uh-huh. from uh wrangler yeah wrangler sure it's a wrangler cool. denim jacket um sponsored by wrangler so uh let's just get into it i'm gonna i'm gonna introduce us to the categories um that yeah and before well before um we introduce the categories i do want to remind the viewers of all of the 26 movies that we did review in the year of our lord 2019 uh just to kind of i guess yeah yeah, give a little background good Uh, plan so i'm just gonna run through them really quickly yeah let's imagine imagine this is kind of like the in memoriam section of the oscars (laughs) with all these movies appearing in kind of uh fuzzy pictures on the screen and then you can really tell who is appreciated in Hollywood by the applause. <laughs> yes. Uh, so just going to run through them really fast, starting uh, they're not in alphabetical order. They're in, or- in order of release date from us. Uh, so Spider-Verse, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins Returns, Airbud, Airbud Golden Receiver, Airbud in the Rough, Shrek, Shrek 2, Shrek 3, Shrek 4. Oh, well, hold Detective on. That's not what the movies huh? are called. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just a shorthand. I know, Shrek. but that seems disrespectful to our You're right. Lord and Hold Savior, on. Shrek. Shrek. Shrek 2. Shrek the 3rd. Shrek Forever After. Uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Thank you. Pokemon the first movie. Thank you. Aladdin. Aladdin. Oh, Aladdin 1992 yeah, both <laughs> and 19. That is one episode. Oh, that's uh, right. We did do it in one. Yeah. Toy Story 4. Uh, the Lion King, 1994, and then The Lion King, 2019. Those are separate episodes. Mm-hmm. Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Toy Story, 
Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, Big Fat Liar, Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean 2, Dead Man's Chest, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, Our World's End, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and then finally, our most recent episode, Elf. Elf. Um, these are the movies that are eligible for four out of five of the awards that we will be giving out today, and that will make sense in just a second. So, um, I'm moving pictures, moving movies. They're pictures that move, and they have sound to them. This is what Hollywood is. <coughs> um, first, first two categories will be best actor and best actress. So uh, we are not differentiating between like lead and supporting. These are just any actors in movies that we've covered this year. Um, also, in some cases, might just be a character <laughs> because, like, yep. I would imagine if this was last year, which we didn't do the nostalgies last year, but I would have wanted to nominate like Blanky for, um, uh, 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 uh nostalgia. Blanky. Oh, what? Blanky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Blanket. Brave Little T- Blank Blanket was that his name? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Blanky. Should have been Blanky. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, that's that's the first two categories. Um, then the 2019 family friendly best picture. Um, that is mm. our third category. Now this one's a little bit different from the others because these do not need to be movies that we've covered on our show. Um, this is us saying, looking at the Academy and saying we don't like how. Um, crass you guys are getting with your movies. Yeah. Sometimes they be giving Best Picture awards to movies that are rated PG-13 or maybe even R? Which Silence of the Lambs, not not a single lamb in that movie. No lambs in that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, um, yeah what's another yeah. <laughs> joke that we can do like that? Um, um, Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's not our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good one. The idea behind this movie is these the el- the movies that are eligible <laughs> for this award are movies that came out in the year 2019, but they have to be rated G or PG. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and here's the thing: is that um, some of mine I didn't see, but uh, <laughs> they uh, they're movies that I figured would be good for this. So. I'm very excited to hear your nominees. We don't know what each other have nominated. Um, fourth category is the It Holds Up Award. Um, and this is the this is kind of like our best picture um, for mm-hmm. the movies that we've covered. This is the movie that we think actually holds up the best. Um, yeah. So that'll be our fourth one. And then our last and final award will be the Purely Nostalgia Award, which is the name of our podcast. And this is the movie... Correct that um does not hold up the the reason we like it is purely nostalgia that is all it's got going for it so that's kind of like our uh, our razzie award or whatever you want to call it but um and that's what we're going to end with so the way this is going to work is we each have three nominations for each category we're going to go through them and then we're going to argue about it and uh decide which one wins and if we disagree, yeah, and there there may be uh, there may be some overlap between yes. um, my choice and your choice. I would imagine there there will be there may be um, some that we have the three exact same nominees. Who knows? Um, Could be. If we can't agree on it, um, we will put it on Twitter for you guys to decide. So, yep. Um, let's get started with our first yeah. category. Clint, can I hear your nominees for best actor? 
Absolutely. Um, so as you mentioned earlier, it, it can either be a human or their character. I pretty well stuck to characters with most of these. Okay, that's so, good. I stuck to mainly actors, so we'll have a good. Okay, <laughs> great. So my three nominees for actor are Bert in Mary Poppins. Okay. Cap Captain Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean One, and Shrek from Shrek One. <laughs> Um, Bert and Barbosa don't surprise me. Can you <laughs> just briefly tell me why you chose Shrek? Um, it's more of a lifetime award type of thing. Yeah. You remember how you remember how Glenn Close got nominated for the wife? Yes. Um, and everyone was like, the wife. Okay. <laughs> um, Shrek has been a, a staple of ours ever since our inception. So he just kind of had to be on here, honestly. Yeah, I think that's fair. I've got a similar award in the best actress category that I think falls uh-huh. into the lifetime award um, kind sure. of territory. But okay, so those are your nominees. Um, mine, uh, my first one is Jeffrey Rush for Pirates of the Caribbean: The Curse of Black Pearl. So um, I okay. don't know if that counts as a separate nomination from Captain Barbosa. We'll decide. Nah, I think they're yeah, yeah. Um, my second nominee is Bill Nye for Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest. Um, wow. And he's Davy Jones. Do you remember him? He's an octopus man. <laughs> um, and then the, my third nominee is Antonio Banderas for Shrek 2. Whoa. Um, so, Clint, how do you feel about these nominees? Um, not surprised. Bill Nye, he was up there for me um, for Pirates of the Caribbean 2. But because Shrek, you know, he, he kind of deserved it. Only yeah. because of his, uh, his mainstay in our podcast. He edged him out. But... Um, we have both I've, chosen a green slimy boy of sorts. We have indeed <laughs> chosen a green slimy boy. Um, I have my winner. Okay, who's your winner? My winner is Hector Barbosa. Okay. Uh, my winner is Jeffrey Rush. So okay. who do we actually give the trophy to? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I, I really I wanted, like I almost put Barbosa because we had talked about how like it would be fun for some of them to just be characters, but um, I really think that that is genuinely a wonderful performance, and I wanted to honor it, like yeah, from Jeffrey Rush himself. I'd, I'd say that's fine uh, for Jeffrey Rush to get this one, okay, uh, and and edge out Barbosa mainly because Barbosa. I am looking at him right now in the audience, and he is drunk asleep right now. <laughs> also, Captain Barbosa is kind of a bad dude. <laughs> He, he kind of is. You're exactly right. Especially he was actually going to host the show before Clint was. <laughs> we found yeah. some of his old That's, tweets, and we were like, we it is cannot, much worse. <laughs> we absolutely cannot let Barbosa host this show. Uh, but he still uh, managed Jeffrey, to get nominated. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush winning his second Academy Award. So congrat- congratulations to you, Mr. Rush. Congratulations, Mr. Rush. Here is your Raptor trophy. All right. Shall we move on to Best Actress? Um uh, I will read my nominees first this time. So Please. I have got, first of all, Amanda Bynes for Big Fat Liar. Um, second of all, I've got Isabella Moner for Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Uh, and then my third nominee is Jennifer Saunders for Shrek 2. She's a okay. very godmother, if you don't remember. Oh, yes. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, I love that you and I are on the same page here, because so, here are my nominees. Okay. Um, Mary Poppins <laughs> in Mary Poppins 1, okay. the original. Um, Dora 
in Dora. Yes. And then Amanda Bynes in Big Fat Liar. Okay, okay. So it sounds like it's going to be between Dora and Amanda Bynes. Um, uh, yeah. Because well, they, they appeared on both of ours in some cr- sort. Well, c- not really. What do you mean? Oh, well, my my winner is Mary Poppins. Oh, I see. Um, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I I will argue to the death for this one. But okay. go ahead. And yeah, I can't I can't get behind it to be honest. Okay, um, well, who's yours then? I it's really tough for me between Amanda Bynes and Isabella Monaire. Um, I think I'd go with Amanda Bynes, and this is the one I was referencing when I said um, I had one that was more of a just honoring her work as a whole and not just her performance in this mm-hmm. movie because I think she's good in Big Fat Liar, but I just think like Amanda Bynes is a treasure and deserves an award and I want to give her one. So mm. I think my winner is Amanda Bynes for Big Fat Liar. So I think we got to put up a Twitter poll of okay. Mary Poppins versus Amanda Bynes. Fair enough. Um, I do want to make my case. Okay. Um, Mary Poppins sings, she dances, and she has magic. Okay. Amanda Bynes does not have any of those things, but she has the Amanda show. And That's honestly, bad, she could use yeah. an award because I want her to come back and start being in movies. Like, we need to... So um, you're saying this is the pick-me-up she needs? Yes. this. <laughs> I think this will really help her out. So, um, yeah. But we'll leave it up to you, the we'll, fan. So we'll put up a poll. And to be clear, Clint's nominee is Mary Poppins. <laughs> Yes, uh, not Julie Andrews. Not Julie Andrews. And my <laughs> my nominee is Amanda Bynes, the actress, not the character that she plays in Big Fat, Big Fat Liar, whatever her name Fair is. Fair enough. Um, okay. Next award is the Family Friendly Best Picture for this year. So shame sure. on you, Academy, <laughs> for awarding so many PG-13 and R-rated movies. Um, yeah, for that trash one, that you nominate. This is one for the whole family. Uh, I want to hear your nominees first, and I'm very excited about this. All right. So um, my first one is Toy Story 4. So that is a family-friendly movie, right? Yeah. All right. And then uh, here's where we get into a little bit of a theme here. And you probably have not heard of um, the next two, so I'm going to have to read some descriptors. Uh, The second one is uh, Dolphin Reef. So... (laughs) Dolphin Reef, um, here's the description of it. Um, Echo is a youngster who can't quite decide if it's time to grow up and take on new responsibilities or give in to her silly side and just have fun. Dolphin society is tricky, and the coral reef that Echo and her, uh, Echo and his family call home depends on its inhabitants to keep it healthy. But Echo has a tough time resisting the many adventures the ocean has to offer. And then uh, my second nominee is Bernie the Dolphin 2. Wait. (laughs) Okay. Um, Bernie the Dolphin 2, as of us releasing releasing this episode, Bernie the Dolphin 2 came out yesterday. So um, catch it while you can. It came out on New Year's Eve. So here it is, Bernie the Dolphin 2. The kids are thrilled that Bernie has come back. But so has their old enemy, Winston, who's who's about to kidnap the talented dolphin. Kevin and Holly must rescue their splashy friend before it's too late. And uh, this movie did come out in the United Arab Emirates. 
So my nominees to recap are Toy Story 4, Dolphin Reef, and Bernie the Dolphin 2. Okay. Um, I'm looking at Dolphin Reef. It is a Disney nature documentary where mm-hmm. Natalie Portman is the uh, narrator. So that's very interesting. Yeah. Didn't know. <laughs> so you really have not done any research about yeah. this Yeah. Uh, you are correct. I have to... I have to look at the page for Bernie the Dolphin 2 really quickly. Okay, Bernie. Okay. Wow, that is a poster. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very Airbud esque in a way. It's almost exactly what you expected, correct? Yes, pretty much. Kirk Air- Kirk Harris is the director, and he has directed um, nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's directed Bernie the Dolph- Dolphin 1, Army Dog. Yep. Um. So. So I'm gonna. Oh, no, he didn't I'm gonna describe. I want to describe the poster yeah, here. Yeah. Let's hear. Um. It. It's a boy and a girl standing on a dock. Uh. Both wearing sneakers. Um. In the water are two jet skis. There is a sea turtle to their left. Uh. And then two pelicans to their right. And jumping over them are two dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the corner it says Bernie and Rascal. They are double trouble. <laughs> they are double trouble. <laughs> and every yep. every single element of this uh, poster looks like it was photoshopped in by me <laughs> with the Photoshop skills that I have. Yeah, it looks like it was taken uh, like through different still images. Like the kids are a different image. Mm-hmm. The dolphins are a different image. Those kids are definitely just stock photos. They're probably not even the kids in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the poses. Like, yeah, that those kids I do not believe were together when they like. No joke. These pictures of the two kids together, they are not together. Uh, they the boy was alone and then the girl was alone and then they photoshopped them beside each other. Mm. You can tell by the shadowing. Yeah. If you if you zoom in on the boy, like look at the girl's foreshadow on him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, and then his hand was digitally imposed on her shoulder. So those are Clint's so, yeah. nominees. I actually took this kind of seriously. <laughs> so so this is kind of a be kind of embarrassing compared to your nominations. Um and I think maybe there was a slight miscommunication because all of yours were G-rated. Um, yeah. Mine are all PG. I think, did you, th- did, maybe we originally said G, I can't remember, but all mine are PG. Hey, so, it's okay, man. So you picked the only G-rated movie that you actually saw this year and then yes. found two other G-rated movies. I'm not, what makes you think I didn't see Dolphin Reef and Bernie the Dolphin 2? That's fair. You probably did. I'm sorry for assuming that. Okay. Um. So my... Family-friendly Best Picture nominees are, number one, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, (laughs) the Mr. Rogers film. Number two, The Farewell, which is legitimately one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, I've heard it's a beautiful movie. It's wonderful. (laughs) Probably not quite as good as Burning the Dolphin 2, but third nominee, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Oh. Hmm. Um, So, (laughs) are we going to come to agreement on this one? Yeah, probably, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, probably so. What 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 would you pick out of the six nominees that we have? Um, well, I want you to go first cuz you did take it seriously. I think I would just have to go with The Farewell cuz it is the it's like the highest on my ranking of actual movies. Okay. And I did choose Bernie the Dolphin <laughs> too. So 
<laughs> Unfortunately, I guess we got to put that one to a vote on Twitter. Too. Yeah, I'm. I mean, argue, <laughs> argue all you want. I love. Hey, I just want to say I love that this is the outcome that we've come to. We're putting the farewell <laughs> against Bernie the Dolphin. Too. I, I, both both nominated for Golden Globes in their respective categories. Uh, this is wonderful. I love the nostalgies. I'm excited to do these every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think every year you you should not take it seriously at all, and I should. Cause I, I think, don't know I think what that, you're talking about. You're right. Um, okay, so we'll do a Twitter poll for that one as well. Um, next up is the It Holds Up Award. Um, and this is the movie that we covered this year on our podcast that actually holds up and is a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to read my three nominees first. First one cool. is the original Lion King, 1994. Okay. Second is Toy Story 2. Okay. Third is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which... Um, okay, now hold on a minute. No, I know, no, no, I know. But I think it will hold up. <laughs> I just think it's okay, a great fair. movie. Um, because this is, this is kind of our equivalent of Best Picture. Um, and I just, like, I guess this is basically me saying... I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is a great movie, independent of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that's so, fair. Those are my three. What are yours? Uh, mine is also the original Lion King. Um, <coughs> pardon okay. me, getting choked up. Uh, Home Alone two, <laughs> and then also Toy Story two. Okay. Um, I'll just go ahead and say my pick out of my three would be Toy Story two. I think. Uh, mine was The Lion King. Hmm. See, that's... I think I'm okay with that. And I think I would... Okay. Like, I don't want all of these to come down to a t- Twitter poll. Me so either. I, I think I'm willing to surrender... Li- but, I don't know. Toy Story 2 was also on your list, right? It was. Um, so, so I guess we have to give it to Home Alone 2 is what you're <laughs> no, saying. No, no, no. <laughs> um, make your case I for just... Lion King real quick. I mean, I those who can remember back to that episode, I can clearly remember saying that it was I got the most enjoyment out of watching that movie uh, than any yeah. other movie in the past. And um, I guess watching the lifeless interpretation of Lion King 2019 really made me appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and I used to not think that it was my favorite Disney movie, but now it might be. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because of how good it is, Toy Story two. I don't want to knock it. It's a great movie, uh, with a lot of really really solid moments. But I got a lot more enjoyment out of watching Lion King than I did Toy Story two. Yeah, I think the reason I picked Toy Story two over Lion King was because it surprised me more than Lion King did. Of like, I was like, I think Fair. this movie is perfect. Whereas Lion King, I had seen so many times that I was like, yep, it's as good as I remember, and maybe even got slightly less enjoyment out of it just because I've seen it so many times and it's been such a huge part of the culture. But overall, I think I would be on board with saying Lion King is better. And I, yes. I feel I feel pretty okay giving a golden raptor with a denim jacket to the Lion King. All right. You heard it here, folks. Our uh, next winner is the Lion King 1994. Yep. Uh, come up here, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, uh, accepting the award on Disney's behalf. Yay, I'm going to hit the clapping button. Um, do, uh, do, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> our last category is the Purely Nostalgia Award, and that is <laughs> the movie 
that has nothing going for it except for nostalgia. Um, mm. Clint, what are your... So I guess our Razzie Award is kind of what you're saying. Kind of. It's kind of like worst movie, but it's a little more nuanced than that because we're really okay. cool and smart film boys. So um, um, what are your I nominees? feel like... So before I say this, you'll probably get upset with me. Oh, I'll no. just say that. Okay. Um, and the reason that I chose these movies... It, it, primarily because I went into them with a lot of excitement. I'm about um, to be mad, I can tell. There there are movies that, like, looking back, are definitely worse than this, but my, I guess, preface for this category is that um, I went into them with a lot of nostalgia and then was let down because these were only carried by nostalgia. Okay. So. Let's hear it. Um, Big Fat Liar. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Interesting. And Pokemon the first movie. Okay. Pokemon the first movie did not make it into my nominees, but would have been number four if I had four. Okay. um, The other two I'm kind of mad about. (laughs) (laughs) I I figured you would be. Even though, like, you even liked Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men's Chest more than I did. Correct. But I'm just like... So you're you were thinking about it slightly differently than I was, which is fair. A little nuanced. Yeah, a saying. little bit smart in film boy ish. Um, okay, well I will read my nominees. Um, cool. First up, we have Airbud Golden Receiver. Okay, fair. Second, we have Shrek Forever After, which is Kay. an abomination to man. <laughs> um. And third, we have The Lion King 2019. Let me make the case for that one because okay. I realize that that is not an old movie. I feel like that is a movie that is relying on purely nostalgia to make people enjoy it. Nostalgia for that's, the original That's a good movie. case. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that is not an old <laughs> movie, but I still think it fits for that reason. I think we can both agree that if we're, view, if we're looking at worst movie for our own personal ratings... Airbud in the rough does top the <laughs> list, but we're just gonna bury that. That is one. true. I but I think that's a wonderful movie and one of our better episodes, even though no one listened to it. So yeah, exactly. Um, okay, what would your nominee of your three be? Or I don't know, it could be my, one of mine if you change your mind. Uh, from my list, what would your winner be? I mean, uh, Pokemon the first movie. Okay. Um, my I think my winner out of my list would be probably the Lion King 2019 to be honest. Wow. Okay. But, but that doesn't mean I can't pick one of yours as the winner. I very well could be swayed towards one on your list and okay. one in particular that I am swayed towards is Airbud Golden Receiver. Interesting. The, and mainly because a dog does indeed get tackled a, and crushed. That is true. A dog does get tackled by several boys in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but... Um, so it's not Shrek Forever After, I, I think, is a bad Shrek movie, but I don't think it's bad enough to qualify for right, this. Right, so okay. I'm not, so Shrek Forever not After is out of the running. Yes. Um, Everybody in the Rough, I personally don't have that much nostalgia for. I just picked Everybody in the mainly. Rough or Golden Receiver? S- sorry, <laughs> Golden Receiver. I always get those two mixed up. Everybody yeah, Golden Receiver. Yeah, you might as well. Um, yeah, so I... I don't really think that's my best option either. I think my pick of my three would be Lion King 2019. Um, Okay. Can you make a case for Pokemon? Yeah, sure enough. Um, I mean, I definitely was and am still more invested in Pokemon than you were and are. 
Um, and so I had a lot of emotional attachment going to this movie, um, yeah. going into it originally when it came out and then going into it rewatching. Um, and I only felt disappointment and slight embarrassment that I was so into Pokemon mm. um, that I was after watching this movie. Um, and so I guess the only laurels that I can rest on with this movie, or as some may say, yannies that I may rest on with this movie, um, that's, uh, that's a 2018 joke for you. That was really good. I think it might be like 2016, to be honest. Is it? I'm not sure. No, but, I believe it was seventeen, but okay. it's probably uh, 17. I can't, I can't remember. But um, I, uh, I the only only merits that I can even look back on Pokemon the first movie with is that it it, it, it nostalgic value really. Yeah, um, I think I, I think that's a perfectly valid nomination because for me, like I hadn't seen that movie until this last year when you made sure. me watch it, but I did watch a lot of the show growing up. And played the games and like have nostalgia for Pokemon in general. So um, you were a Pokemon Go boy for a while. I was not for <laughs> like three years like you were, which is impressive. And still are. <laughs> um, I think I lasted like three months, but yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I think we need to put this one to a vote. Um, hmm. Between each, I I don't want to end the episode with three out of the five being left up to vote though. Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Okay, about let me the, give you an answer <laughs> about the Pokemon Pokemon the first yeah. movie. Did you think going into that movie that it was going to be a good movie? That's a great point. Um, no, I did. You didn't. Okay, I don't think that's like the end all be all. But uh, that if you said yes, I was almost gonna be like, okay, yeah, that's the winner. I, I mean, I did go into it thinking that I'd be like, oh, man, I feel like a little kid watching this. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. But I, I did more or less feel like a grumpy old man. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. I have rewatched a lot of the Pokemon TV show in recent mm-hmm. years, and I really do think that that show only has nostalgia going for it. <laughs> That's all it's okay. got. So I think, enough. I think, yeah. I think it's the winner. <laughs> yes. That's not at all what I expected going into that category, but here in the moment, and this is how we do the nostalgia is we just talk it through as human beings and then we come to a decision. I might wake up tomorrow morning and be like, that was the wrong decision, but I think I'm cool with that being the winner. But it's on the record now. So let's give Ash his little statue. Yep. F his Raptor. Mm-hmm. Um, Did Ash have a denim jacket? I can't remember. No, nah, he's got like a vest thing. Mm. He wears like a blue vest with like a white short sleeve shirt under it, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so should we recap our winners or lack thereof yep. for each category? Yep, let's do it. Best actor, I think we decided on Jeffrey Rush for Pads of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Correct. Um, which I feel very good about. I feel like that represents us very much in what we raved about in that episode of this show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I feel good about that one. Um, best actress, we got to put it to a vote for Mary Poppins versus Amanda Bynes. Correct. Um, and this is Mary Poppins in the original Mary Poppins and Amanda Bynes specifically for Big Fat Liar. Yep. Uh, um, 2019 family friendly best picture. What did we decide on? Oh, though, yeah, we got to put this one to a vote. <laughs> well, we both decided Bernie the Dolphin 2 was the best choice. No, that is not what I decided. So we are putting <laughs> Bernie the Dolphin 2. 
up against The Farewell, which is legitimately <laughs> a beautiful movie. One of the best movies of this year versus Burning and, the Dolphin And then 2. the other one is The Farewell. <laughs> okay. I'm so scared that The Farewell is going to lose. Yes. Come, my children. Uh, the It Holds Up Award went to The Lion King, right? That's what we landed on? It, correct. Lion King is the winner of that one. The the OG Lion King. And the Purely Nostalgia Award goes to Pokemon, the first movie. Mm. It's been a good year. It's been a good year. We talked about Shrek. I needed to get some Shrek representation in my awards, so that's why I had to put Shrek 4 in my... Uh, Fair enough. ...in my... Well, you also had Puss in Boots as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Antonio Banderas. And that was kind of a... Uh, a post um, Spy Kids award for, for mm. <laughs> Antonio Banderas because I think he deserved it for that too, and we didn't do yeah. nostalgies last year. So um, yeah, we uh, we got to some big ones. Um, I mean, we got through a lot of Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally did Shrek. Finally did Shrek. Finally did Airbud. Finally did Airbud. Um, and now you know. Then, then <laughs> there were some others. Yeah. We did a bunch of live-action remakes, so... Um. Yeah, a lot. And there shouldn't be a lot of live-action movies coming out for a while, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, we got Mulan next Well, I year. mean live-action remakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next year's all animation. Uh, we got Mulan this year, which will be fun. Um, oh, yeah, do, yeah, We yeah. should do an episode on that, right? I don't know. Maybe. Absolutely. I mean, it'll just, it looks like a really good movie, so we might just be like, it's good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you feel that way. That's how I feel. I think we may really we good. may tag team it like we did with Aladdin. Yeah, yes, that would be a good idea. Um, so yeah, great year. Um, should we announce what we're doing next on the show? Let's kick it. <laughs> we're doing a horrible thing. <laughs> so <laughs> let me preface this: there are two movies <laughs> that are mm. not related in any way, other than that they are both animated movies that were horribly received <laughs> uh box office failures and they both started with the letter d and when did the other one come out let's see what year this one was 2008 so one came out 2006 and 2000 the other one was 2008 they both came out mm. around the same period of time um one of these movies is called Dougal, <laughs> and one of these movies is called delgo we are going to cover both of these movies on our show to try to answer the question, which one is better, Delgo or Dougal? And I've seen neither. You've seen neither. I've only seen Dougal. And let me tell you, well, I'll just wait until our episode. Um, Dougal is a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Dougal's an interesting movie. I've heard it's akin to Rockadoodle. In some ways, I do think Rockadoodle is a much better movie. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> Listen, this is these will be the worst movies we've covered on the show. <laughs> I believe that with my whole heart. Worse than BLT? Uh, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Cuz cuz these movies have oh, faded man. into nothingness. Nobody remembers them. Man. Um, now Delgo is a movie that I have not te- not seen. That's the one that came out in 2008. Um, and it seems to be some sort of animated fantasy epic about lizard people. Mm. Um, lizard people? <laughs> they look like lizard people. Cool, um, cool. It's got um, Val Kilmer in it, so that's cool. The voice of Delgo is pretty Freddie Prince Jr. 
Oh, um, wow. Okay. The poster is just horrific. Like, it's hard to look at with my eyes. Um, so, uh, just to tease a little bit of some things that I, I... We have not necessarily fully built out what we're going to be reviewing. Or not... I don't even want to say reviewing. We kind of agree that we don't review things. We chat about things. Yeah. Um, we, we talk about them. We don't, right, we don't come right. to a conclusion on whether or not this is art. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I would like Jurassic Park in there for this year. Okay, I'd be cool with that. 2020. Um, I believe that we've also settled on the Wizard of Oz trilogy. Yes, um, that is a that is on that is the plan. Um, the trilogy being the OG Riz- Wizard of Oz, and then Return to Oz, and then Oz the Great and Powerful with James Franco, mm-hmm. which are three movies that are entirely unrelated. Um, came out decades apart, so I think that would be really interesting to do as a series. Um, when you say decades, you mean almost a hundred years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, the first one and the James Franco yeah. one. Yeah, pretty much. Um, decades uh, is in like it's about yeah. like forty years between each movie. Yeah, like, that was crazy. kind of a hyperbole, but yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, um, I personally may not happen. I'd like to see the live action Scooby Doo this year. Okay. I mean that's a lot to do already because we've also talked a lot about doing the Star Wars prequels. So it, you're exactly right. <laughs> um, that pretty much could be our whole year right there. Yeah, we no, may have just announced it. Not the whole year because well, we are yeah, doing Sonic yeah, well, as well. That's true. Um, it is a leap year, so we are losing a week. I guess. N- no, <laughs> that's the opposite. Oh. We get an extra. We're gaining a week. What? Do you know what a leap year is? Uh no. A yes, leap, I do. A leap year means that February has 29 days instead of 28. Oh, I see. So we get one extra day. But you thought that <laughs> that a leap year meant we lose a week. We loop we leap over a week. Um, what a time to be alive. Clint does not know what a leap year is. Yeah, but that's hope okay. 2020's hope your 2020's going well so far. Yeah. Mine's going well. Um, spoiler alert, it is December when we are recording this. But yeah, we're this recording is going this out on New Year's Day is the plan. So, mm-hmm. um, hey, thanks, listeners. Uh, if you're out there, <laughs> thanks for existing. If podcasts still exist, if the wavelengths are still able to get out there, yep. uh, thanks for listening. Uh, but you should follow us on social media because we do have a Twitter account, and it's purely nostalgia. Um at purely nostalgia and then we have an instagram account it's at purely nostalgia pod with a pod and then i have a personal twitter account it's at elisha p smith and it's the same for letterbox and i have a twitter and letterbox account that is the same it is clint jh page the jh does stand for jazz hands and, and like always, always and then and, <laughs> <coughs> and like always if you like what you hear uh review five stars goes a long way on itunes to help make sure we are at the top of the list of nostalgic based content mm-hmm. i think that's a wrap on 2019 we did it folks that, enjoy your 2020 that will do donkey we will see you soon and skinath for listening mm-hmm.